Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO Podcast. I'm your host, Casper. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And you guys, we had to miss last week due to Becky not feeling well. There's been, you know, <clears throat> so much sickness going around right now, especially with the weather changing. Colds are rampant at the moment. Yeah, and yes, colds, colds. Colds are like a thing again. What? <laughs> colds exist? I literally have not had a cold or anything in like five years, four or five years. Hadn't been sick. Kicked your ass, Had too. a good run. Had a good <laughs> fucking run. Oh, my God. Like, to the point where I folded four days in and went to urgent care. I was like, fuck this cough. I literally cannot do it anymore. It was just... But no, I'm better. I'm on the mend. I'm not coughing every 10 minutes. Uh, so... <laughs> But yeah, I am I am much better. Thank you guys. It's good to be you back. You got a lot of well wishes on, on Twitter. It's good to so. be back. <clears throat> yes. Good to be back. So guys, before we get into our episode tonight about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Over from our sponsor. Come your buddy down. Yes. I love it when I'm on key the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Well, you know, orders were um Shut down last week when I was sick, um, but everything is open and ready to go. Um, any orders the rest of this week? I have actually changed the shipping dates. I did not update that on Etsy yet, but um, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Anything ordered will be shipped on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, and as always, free shipping. Uh, calm your body down on Etsy, TikTok, and Instagram. Calm your body down. Yes. Twice in a row. <laughs> on key. The first time. Perfect. So guys, I'm going to tell you right now. I've been having some allergy issues this week. So if you hear me <clears throat> occasionally, that's why. Um, I'm pretty sure I avoided getting a cold just like Becky had. Um, and I tried so hard because my husband got sick first. And I was like, oh, great. Now it's inevitable. I tried so hard. <laughs> I was like, it's inevitable. Um, I went ahead and invested in a humidifier. Let me tell you. <laughs> tell, tell us. I had to do it. It was just, it was so bad. It's so bad at night. And then, you know, because a lot of people, if you don't realize the air is dry, you'll mouth breathe. And then you wake up and you're just full on congested. And it's not even that you have a cold. Nine times out of 10, it's just allergies and the air being so fucking dry it's just terrible it's the worst this time of year because we are transitioning slowly but surely into spring so um and now i'm at home more often working so like that makes it even worse because you're talking and talking and talking and then you start to build up <laughs> and you're like okay it's just this air is too fucking when dry. i when i first wake up in the mornings it takes me a solid hour before i can even like speak because i'm there's so much in my in my head there's so much in my throat in my nose i'm not sick it's just allergies from being in the in the dry air and from you know all of that shit so but my throat on Monday was so raw. It hurt so bad. And then it, I took, I was like, nope, 
Nope, we're not getting sick. Nope, I took vitamin C, elderberry, and mucinex twice. <laughs> so I'm fine, but <clears throat> I still have that going on. So Yeah, mine started last Tuesday night, and I guess I didn't will it away strong enough. Because <laughs> by, Sometimes, though, by when Wednesday it's already morning, started, you, it's already, you've already got it. Ooh, by Wednesday morning, it was a wrap. Yeah, it was over. Like, it was just the sore throat. And, and I don't even know so if bad. I was getting Never sick, had any but... congestion. Like, my nose, my, my ear kept getting clogged, but that's just, like, I have ear, I've had ear problems now for so long. Um, but, yeah, it was all throat. It was all cough, sore throat. Yeah, Theraflu was a lifesaver. Ther Theraflu was my best friend. <clears throat> well, it helped me sleep because that's the worst when, you, when you're when you coughing because you're laying down. Oh my God, yeah. So then you got to wake up and <coughs> you're like, you're coughing through the whole damn night. So that's why the Theraflu was so yeah. fucking awesome, that nighttime Theraflu, because I actually slept. I could actually sleep right, through the night. Right, because you're fucking coughing all night. I was like, I just want to sleep. Anyway. Well, you're trying to sleep to feel better, to get oh, yourself better. Oh, my God. That's exactly what it is. All the yeah, time. that's exactly what it was. Because Wednesday, I couldn't lay down until uh, I got more of the Theraflu. So, like, Wednesday night, I actually slept. And then Thursday, I slept most through the day because I wasn't fucking coughing. Yeah, you go to fucking lay flat, and all of a sudden, you get a coughing fit, and you feel like you're literally choking, like, like <clears throat> you're choking to death on your own phlegm it's great like, that's okay my my body's just trying to kill me it's fine it's fine. it's totally fine it's fine. <laughs> so guys we're gonna be discussing enough sick talk i'm sorry guys. i'm sure you're i'm sure you're loving. they're all like yeah listen so... i know i know enough of us are going we're a lot of us are just in the same boat around this time of year in certain parts of the country especially if you're any mid any midwest east like northeast midwest we're all suffering through this shit everyone's right like yeah yeah we know um so we are going to be talking about texas chainsaw 2022 in more depth and length but of course you know we did discuss that we are going to touch a little bit on the franchise itself of texas chainsaw just because you know this is the last installment, uh, and it is a sequel to the first one. One can only hope it's the last installment. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So this is the ninth one. My dad was like, why are there nine? I'm like, I don't know. Why are there 13 Halloweens? Oh, why are there Jesus. 12 Friday the 13th? Why are there eight Fri Friday Fridays? <laughs> because franchises make money no matter how bad they bomb they still make money but i mean scream all five of them are pretty solid hey, so no, yes you know. i that that is the listen love them love or hate franchises they make money they do they do it doesn't money. really matter also i want to go into this saying that this is all very opinionated there are people out there that love this franchise this is probably not going to be the podcast for you. <laughs> listen, listen, um, it's like when we did Friday the 13th. Yep. I am so sorry. <laughs> you know, we, this is, but hey, this is our podcast. We can, this is. And this is opinion based. I get if yeah, you love it. I get if you love it. I'm glad you do. I'm glad there are people out there that do love it. Um, We're just not those people. No, so 
we are prob we are not going to be talking about this franchise in a good light. <laughs> so, so besides I, the first one, because I I do I love the first one. I love honestly. The first one. Yes. So Texas Chainsaw started back in 1974, and what's actually really cool is that this is the movie that started all of this shit. Um, pretty much started the serial killer. Uh, or well. Not really. Well, Peeping Tom is technically the first slasher. Slasher. That's what movie. I'm trying to. That's that's what I'm looking for. Slasher, not um, slasher. But slasher, Texas killer. Chainsaw is the one that everyone obviously knows. That's the one that everyone remembers. Followed very closely by Black Christmas, who was or which was the second slasher uh, movie ever. Love Black Christmas. And obviously, it's so good. It's so good. But Texas Chainsaw was actually based on a man named Ed Gain. I have we have not done a podcast on him, have we? Or have we? No, we did. I think we did. I think we did. I <clears throat> yes. I think we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> it's been a long time. Guys, we are <laughs> going to at some point work on some type of uh <laughs> like what what would you call it? Like a, a table or like a, like a table of contents. Yeah, of because our we have episodes. Because we've done a hundred over one hundred and fifty. We have now. not sat down and done that, and sometimes we <laughs> forget what we've touched on, what we haven't touched on. So we just want to make sure that we don't like redo the same episode if we've already done it before. But I'm um, I'm pretty sure we did Ed Gain. Yeah, this story is loosely based on him. Um, you know, especially just with the uh. The family being so obsessed with with death and body parts lying around and him uh, wearing a skin suit um, because apparently he had issues with his gender. Um, I, I dare say if he was transgender, I don't really like to use that in Ed Gaines situation only because of his upbringing and how abusive it was i don't i don't really i err on the side of caution saying that about him yeah. i just say more that he was just really confused i think just overall about his entire identity so which is um, actually mo more or less where norman bates came from we did so we did do i thought so gain episode. and you know norman bates was a transgender but he did dress up as his mom because he thought he was his mom well and that this is so where, that's that's the this is where the thing comes from with ed gain like mm -hmm. we even exactly. mentioned it in the episode that we did about him inspiring psycho texas chainsaw massacre and silence of the lambs with the buffalo bill character um just all of these all of these different facets of basically killing people and skinning them and wearing their skin. That's kind of where it all comes from. And then the mother complex of Psycho coming directly from Ed Gain because of the very weird psycho-religious sexual relationship he had with his mother just was very, very, very strange. So that's where Norman, the whole... Uh, Bates right characters come from in in psycho but um yeah it's it's interesting um the first one though so yeah if we go are we kind of going into the timeline now yeah so the first one was actually really good i genuinely enjoyed the first one um the first one's the only one i can genuinely sit here and say good things about 
Same. Um, I thought the kid, you know, with it being from the 70s, watching it now, obviously, there's going to be a massive difference, but uh, it's, it's amazing. I thought the kills were great. There's barely a storyline, but you really didn't need one. You know, I've watched it more recently, probably with the, you know, probably, I think maybe a few years ago. Um, I'll tell you right now, I think it still holds up. And I think yeah. the beauty of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is because it did heavily play so much on this being, quote unquote, based on a true story. And with it having sort of no-name actors in it yeah. and being so gritty and raw and like almost kind of grindhouse -y, you would almost, if if someone, if you showed that, if you showed Texas Chainsaw Massacre to a kid now, maybe 18, 19, that knew nothing about the franchise, wasn't into horror movies, didn't know anything about this movie or anything about the story, I could tell you right now, they would think that they were watching like a snuff film. They would think this yeah. was real. It looks so gritty that you would almost believe that this really, really, really happened. That you're watching some, like, raw dark docu web. Doc documentary like style dark footage that somebody, you know what I mean? Like, it could have very easily been shot almost found footage style. How gritty and, and grindhouse-y the movie is. And it, look, it looks so real. And I mean, that, oh my god, when he... Bam! Bonks that guy on the head and then drags that body and you hear that door slam. I have not been that scared of hearing a door slam till Saul. That shit is scary. You hear that door, bam! Slide and like that. That shit is scary. I literally have not been that scared from hearing a door slam like that since Saul. It's scary as hell. Because they walk into this house and you're just sort of like, what is up with this house? And then all of a sudden he pops out behind this door and you're like, is he where? What the and then bust dude in the face and you hear that back of his skull crack and you're like, oh my fucking God, what just happened? And then he drags the body and then that door fucking closes and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> right? So, yeah. I mean, the, the first one just really came out of nowhere and it is so grimy and gritty that it just still holds up and it, it's, I, I yeah, I have, I have no complaints. It just, it's it really stands on its own. I don't think it really... It really didn't need a rhyme or reason, which I think is the beauty of the movie, that it didn't really need to make sense. It just, right. which made it seem even more real that you would think, you know, there's some, I've never been to Texas, but I know people who have and have lived in Texas. And listen, there are some really remote parts of Texas. Like you leave a major city and you are unequivocally in the middle of fucking nowhere. You are literally you break, nowhere. So you would believe, that that's the other thing that made this movie so believable, that you could believe that you would be in the middle of nowhere, Texas, you break down, and there's some crazy backwoods inbred cannibalistic family living, <laughs> living off some dirt road that you just happened to break down on the wrong motherfucking road in the wrong backcountry of Texas, and this is what happened. I mean, I think that's what else holds this up so much and makes the first one so scary because it's almost like it's real like it could really fucking happen yep um so yeah the first one i do want to give special mention to the sequel and i think it's because the sequel is really the only one that sort of 
follows the first one directly. The rest of them just sort of fall off the rails as far as trying to keep up with any kind of timeline or make sense. But the second one is really an like the one and only direct sequel. Like, well, I guess until you get to where we are now with the 2022 one that's directly related from the first one. But yeah, besides that one and this one, the rest of them really don't follow any kind of a timeline. Um, and I have to give special mention to this one only because it's it's really more of a comedy. It is really goofy. It's almost kind of like a fever dream. And Bill Mosley's in it. God love him. Chop Top has turned into such a cult figure amongst horror fans like I know I know a couple of horror fans out there that are die hard Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 fans I have seen them when they've met Bill Mosley I'm telling you you would think people are showing up because of because of uh House of a Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects there no there were a lot of <laughs> Chop Top fans you saw a lot of Chop Top fans. So it just, it's interesting how this movie has developed such a cult following. And it's the sequel. And it like really didn't do that well. And it is goofy as fuck. And the grandpa character is so weird. Um, but I mean, it really, really, really gained a following. It gained a huge following. And, you know, I, I, I saw it years later and I'm like, oh my God, this is the goofiest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's been a long ass time since I've seen it, to be honest with you. Oh, it's I been a really long time since well. I've seen it. I didn't see it. I saw it probably, oh, it's been at least 10 years ago since I've seen it. So, I mean, I saw it very long after I saw the first one and even the sequels at that point, like right. 2003, 2006, all those um, I really didn't start watching it until I became a fan of Bill Mosley's stuff. Yeah. And then that's when people had mentioned it because I kept hearing about this Chop Top character and I didn't know who the fuck it was. So then that's when I watched it and I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking goofy. It's really goofy. I mean, it really is. Like, granted, it is one of the only direct seek. It's It's really the only one that makes sense to follow the first one. But, um, as far as, like, a storyline, but, uh, yeah, it is, it is most definitely a comedy. It really is a comedy. It is so fucking goofy. So I gotta give special, I, I, if you're gonna hate any of the other ones, I gotta give special mention to the second one, because it's just so fucking goofy, and it, it, it's really all to do with these, with the characters, um, and it's also hilarious that Dennis Hopper is in this. I know, I think that that's like the one, that that is something I think I thought was a fever dream for the longest time until I was like, oh my God, no, Dennis Hopper was in the sequel too. I think this is when maybe he was going through some uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, tax stuff. I'm gonna tell you right now, I have a theory and I don't think I'm far off on this, but if you randomly see like big names pop up in like not so great movies they're kind of back on their taxes a little bit <laughs> you know what i mean kind of makes sense though. i'm uh, think about it it really does like make really sense. think about it like especially dennis hopper i mean this man won this man has been oscar nominated why in the fuck did he randomly end up in the sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre for no goddamn reason? Yeah, that was 
Or like when somebody he, owed the tax man and had to like pop out a dumbass movie real quick to make a little bit of change so that they could, you know, get the IRS off their back for a couple oh of years. Oh my god. I mean that's, I really that do because I have though. I have seen it. I have seen it happen. But it makes sense. It really does. Y'all think just because people are big names, listen, a lot of stuff, especially back in the day, and it still happens, people don't watch their money. They either invest in the wrong things, they have shitty accountants, they don't have the right people, either they invest in the wrong thing or their accountant invest. Why do y'all think Billy Joel is so old and still touring? That man lost all his, he's got, they fucked his money all up. That's what happens. Yeah, so you pay attention to that. If you start seeing big names pop up in shitty movies, I I don't really think that's all such a theory. I think that's like, oh, somebody owed some money. <laughs> or when just you pop see out big this names crappy in movie. really strange commercials. Foreign commercials, let me tell you, they make so much money. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Let me let me do a foreign commercial. I'll do it. Like Australian commercials. I'll like learn Chinese whatever commercials. you need oh, me to learn. Oh my God, they make so much money. I'll like Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing, com- like big names do commercials in other countries and make stupid money. Sounds like what I need. And I'm just like, oh my God, listen, I'll do a toothpaste commercial real quick. Absolutely. I'll pop out. I'll learn a couple lines of Japanese to this pop is, out a yeah. toothpaste commercial. You want to pay 100%. me a couple million dollars? 100%. I am totally fine with that. need enough to pay off my house that's really it right. you just pay our house off. i just I'm need just, like 10 I'm grand I'm that's good. all i need yeah, they, listen like i'm grand. not greedy i don't even need two million we don't even talk in the millions i'm not greedy i don't even need a hundred thousand just give me 10 grand i just need to be comfortable 10 actually give me 15 so i can have a little bit of comfort just comfortable yeah just you know because i can pay off all my debt and still exactly. have a nice solid right. chunk 15 grand is not that much it's really not it really isn't. Well, we got to tack on, you know, inflation. So. 20 grand. Check. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So. Inflation. Anyway. Y'all didn't know this was going to turn into an economics class. Anyway. Well, Texas. So, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3 is called Leatherface. The Texas Chainsaw I'm sorry. Master if y'all 3. heard my stomach, that's what my stomach thinks about the rest of these movies. After we get. I mean, for real. So. This one is the one with the motorcycle couple. I don't like oh, this one. Oh my god, this one. Um, this is when it just falls. So off much starts going haywire at this point. Um, it just and this is. I think this was one of Viggo Mortensen's like first movies he ever did. Poor thing. What was it? I think so. Well, no. Okay, his first movie ever was in 1985, but this wasn't long after, so, you know, choices. Well, uh, <laughs> you, you go with what you got. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah, there's that one. And then there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation, which is part four. This is the one that gets a lot of hate, but I know that there are very solid lovers of this one out there. Um... Because I've heard a couple of people say there can't be any worse Texas Chainsaws than this one. Um, <sighs> I don't know. It's not good, though. I um, don't know. So, I I don't even, I have nothing to say. I don't really just have anything to say. Um, 
The Tesco. I have a fun fact. Uh, right Go after on. this, uh, Renee Zellweger and uh, Matthew McConaughey were both in Dazed and Confused, which is another Texas-made movie. But do you think? They but were much, much better. But much, much better. <laughs> I think that they wish they would have never made this movie. That's what I think. And then we have our remake. Texas Chainsaw 2003 with Jessica Biel, which is really what everyone knows this one for. Because that was about the only saving grace. Yeah. Um, was Jessica Biel being hot as fuck. Jessica Biel was really hot. She movie. was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was really hot in this movie, She though. was um, really hot in this movie. Nobody anyway. remembers anything about this movie besides Jessica Biel. I remember the beginning being Fucked up. Yeah. Because homegirl killing herself and they just picked her up and the gun was in her. And that's literally all I remember. I remember gun. I remember being like. I remember gun in the hoo-ha. Shot in the head. Arlie Army playing one of the best, creepiest characters he's ever. He's he's the other saving grace of this movie is Arlie Army. Yeah. Rest in peace, sir. He's the other saving grace of this movie. Him, his weirdo ass showing up, and then he wraps the body. Weird. And then he takes the body, and then that that's about it. And then the rest of the movie is just Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. And Leatherface, and that's about it. That, that was that's it. That's pretty that's much all, all I, I remember. remember. I just remember the beginning being really fucked up. And then Jessica Biel. <laughs> I think... I think that's kind of the general consensus with everybody with this movie. Yeah, that's about all. That's about all anybody. Remembers. Do you remember the Texas Chainsaw with Jessica Biel? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Beginning was fucked up in Jessica Biel. Yeah, that was about the whole movie. That Thanks. Was, that was for that synopsis and some kills. Appreciate it. Texas Chainsaw: The Beginning. This one I barely remember. Pretty much the same thing, except take out Jessica Biel and insert Jordana Brewster, because I think the Fast and the Furious had just come out. <clears throat> And so they decided. <laughs> that was an executive decision done so, correctly so they could make money on this movie. Well, I mean, she was, you know, you're going with a face that's recognizable. Right. So there you go. Gotta have at least one. There you go. The seventh installment, which was Texas Chainsaw 3D, I have not seen this one, but Becky was telling me this about movie this movie is terrible. Um, I've heard a lot of people also say that this is the worst one. Honest to God, I thought, like, even, what was it, 4 was the one everybody said they hated? The no, Next Generation. It was this one I hated. I didn't think it was going to get even worse after, like, we'll get to Leatherface. I'm sorry, I didn't really care for Leatherface. Trey Songs is in this? Yeah. So this is basically the sixth installment, or I'm sorry, the... Halloween uh, resurrection installment is what this is. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. Let's just throw oh, a fucking rapper in there. Oh my god, you literally nailed it. You fucking, <laughs> you fucking nailed it. You nailed it. And I haven't even. This seen is it. the hol This one was the Halloween resurrection. I'm I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> this one. Throw in a rapper. Any and just pick a rapper and oh my god and he wasn't even and he wasn't even.
even redeeming. Like, at least we liked Busta Rhymes. I don't even know why he's there. But at least we liked him. You know what I mean? Like, there was a redeeming quality about him. Trey Songz had no redeeming qualities in that movie. You were like, oh, he was killed. Sucks. Anyway. Um... Yeah, this one was dumb because, like, randomly a, a cousin shows up. And now, well, they've also now gotten to where they've changed the, or wait, did that? Okay, I don't know. Hold on. I might be wrong. I want to make sure I get that right. Because he had, so in the very first movie, Leatherface really didn't have a name. I think they were just sort of referring to him as Bubba. I think was one of the names they used and um he just kind of had nicknames it was Bubba Jr. Jr. was another one um and then they get into where he was it's the they start to bring up the Sawyer family once you get into 2003 and 2006 in in Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then the beginning um that's when you're actually, the, the family actually has a name now and they're the Sawyer family. So now we've kind of introduced that and he is Jedediah Sawyer. Um, so I think by the time they are in, I just wanted to make sure I got that right. If that's what his name was, then by the time they're at Texas Chainsaw 3D, because all of a sudden there's like a random, yes, there's still the Sawyers and, uh, randomly i don't i don't know they've like they've they've changed everything in this one the the house the family lived in was totally different the town is totally different they've changed everything and apparently there's no remaining members of the family except for this random cousin that shows up who just finds out she's a cousin when she shows up and leatherface for some reason has been living in the basement this whole time and his whole life was dedicated to protect her Sounds like Halloween 5, too. Oh, my God. It really... <laughs> oh, my God! Okay. You know what? <laughs> we just do it. Y'all, listen. This... Pay very close attention, because this is turning... This is becoming a thing now. This is becoming a fucking thing now. Um, Yeah, this movie was terrible. Throw this it, movie was just... Especially with them throwing in a family member in there, that's Halloween. Like, you're, you're copying. You're... Uh... I did not mean to click on psychiatric hospital. It was just, <laughs> it was awful. It was just so bad. So this, so bad. this next one, this Leatherface movie, I actually rented this from a family video because at the time my sister did not have a smart TV, but she had a DVD player. And this was back in 2017, back when only really Netflix was the thing. And, um... There was just nothing good on Netflix. So me and my friend went to... I was house-sitting for my sister. And we went to Family Video and we found this movie. And I was like, fuck it. I want to see it. Cause I I'm, think I ended up getting this on Prime. Did you? Maybe. I think I did. I think that's how I ended up watching it. I was so... Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Was, so they... I guess they decided they were going to do a prequel. And give us a little backstory on... Um... Um... Leatherface, which you know Rob Zombie decided to do with Halloween, and um, nobody asked for this. <laughs> nobody, nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for any of them. But anyway, so this movie, 
as a stand, I'm gonna be straight up with you. As a standalone, this movie wasn't terrible. If this was not part of the Texas Chainsaw family, this movie is actually not a piece of shit. It's not garbage. But when you put in everything with it being connected to Leatherface, it really doesn't make sense. You know? It, it just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I just, I, I didn't understand. Lily where... Taylor being in it was kind of cool. I did like that. That was the, that was one of the saving graces I had too. Well, and she was, uh, I, I think <clears throat> I'm trying to read a little bit more into it because I think I found out later. Yeah. She was a last minute replacement. For who? That's right. Angela Bettis. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Which actually I would have been fine with either one, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that would have been I fine. I love Angela Bettis. But yeah, Lily Taylor was a last minute replacement. They were scheduling conflict, so... Yeah, um, that was a saving grace for me. I, I really loved Lily Taylor in this role a lot, but otherwise as a whole, again, I think I'm more like Casper. That's why I didn't hate this movie, because I think just if it had nothing to do with exactly. the franchise, I don't think I would have had much of a problem with it. But again, I don't, you know, I mean, I it just... I felt like that's what a lot of these, I felt like that's even, that's even what Leatherface was trying to do was, or I mean, Texas Chainsaw 3D was trying to do was like bring a family member in for no reason, like randomly just to revive the family name. Um, and then all of a sudden the family name gets changed for no <laughs> reason. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. Because I, for, I forget when it changes over to where it's the, it's the Hewitts and then the Sawyers. Oh, okay. I think they're the Hewitts in 2003 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I was so confused when I watched Leatherface because I didn't see the 3D and I had forgotten the rest of them. So all of the, the names was fucking me up. Like, I was really confused as to, like, what was actually happening. Because I was like, I thought their family name was this, but I do, like, vaguely remember somebody telling me it might be confusing because of that. Okay, this is where it is. That is where it was. Yeah, by three, they were calling him Junior and Leather. But then by Texas Chainsaw... 2003 that was supposed to be a remake and then the beginning that was released in 2006 that's when it starts going back more into the origins of the family so i think that's because that's more of what leatherface was trying to do in 2003 and 2006 it kind of already done that they were really going back into the origins of the family um and that's when they gave the family a name the hewitts okay and they go into the the family the this slaughterhouse and that's how so he's thomas brown hewitt um they go into this whole he was born disformed he was bullied and then he was he was bigger than his age and then he started yeah so that's that's where that came from but then by texas 3d in 2013 um, ignored all of the other movies and then they changed the name again. So now it's the Sawyer okay. family. 
So he's Jedediah Sawyer. He's not Thomas Hewitt anymore. So then they kept the Sawyer name into Leatherface. So that's why he's Jedediah Sawyer and he's a Sawyer family in Leatherface. So they've changed. This is the other reason why this franchise is so fucked up. It keeps... Again, if you're a fan of this franchise, I told you, you are not going to be happy with this because there's no continuity throughout the entire franchise. They jump, everything jumps around. Nothing, it's like the first two stuck together, then the third and the fourth one were whatever, and then 2003 and 2006 were kind of the same. They were supposed to be together, and then, but not, and then by 3D, they changed everything, and then... It, Leatherface was a prequel nobody asked for. And now we have 2022. So you're basically telling me it's like <laughs> Halloween 1 and 2 that were really together. 3 wasn't even a part of the franchise anymore. 4 and 5 was bringing family members back, which had nothing to do with anything. And then they were like, let's go do a weird thing off with number 6 in a cult. And then they made 7 and 8, which was H2O and Resurrection, which was years later, just like Texas Chainsaw did. And then there was a prequel made that nobody asked for by Rob Zombie. And then we're back to... 20, 40 years later. Yeah. Literally, it has copied Halloween to a T. And you can get mad at me about that all you fucking want. But it has. It has. Because guess who's making more of the money? Michael is. Because at least, you know, I, I will give Halloween one thing. Even though it has its shitty sequels, it had continuity. It, it did. It, it really did. Like, you had... It made sense. Like, the, the timelines, even though it was, like, one and two, four, five, and six came after it. And it was, it proved, like, there was, it made sense that it came after it. Now, I do have to say, in H2O, they, they talked nothing about Jamie at all. Which, but they didn't talk about it at all. They were just like, you know what, fuck that idea. We're going to go this way. And then they went that way. Resurrection came after it. It made sense. And then they were like, Rob Zombie was like, well, you know what? I'm going to make these two movies. And then those two movies went together. They were not great, but they went together. And then 2018 came directly after one because John Carpenter was like, fuck all these sequels. I'm done with this shit. But even then, every single one of them is after. They always came after the I first would, I would almost rather do that than just completely change everything yeah because that's basically what what chainsaw did yeah it's like one and two okay and it's then almost like they kept getting like clean slate three, clean slate clean slate and you just kept changing it over and over and halloween didn't do that you kept with the franchise but just the the only thing that really stayed the same throughout the franchise was a fucked up family and the main central character, that being Leatherface. But then you started completely changing up the family. I mean, by the time you got to the third and the fourth one, it just didn't... One and two, okay. The third and the fourth one made no sense and weren't related to each other in any... They just, they just didn't make any sense. They really didn't. Then by the time 2003 rolled around, well, we knew what was happening in the early 2000s. Remakes. Everywhere. Everywhere there were remakes in the early 2000s. So literally nobody 20 years later 
asked for this or 10 years later asked for this, but we decided we were just going to jump all the way ahead and so change, Texas Chainsaw pretty much change everything. Copied Halloween, but kind of tried to do its own thing where it was like, we're not really copying Halloween. We're just kind of. Well, it's like one and two were together. Three and four were whatever. And then 2003 <laughs> were you and 2006 rise? were one like. One and two were together. Three and four were whatever. I think I was trying to. <laughs> And then 2003 and 2006 were kind of trying to stay together, too. And then by the time you got to 3D, you were like, what? And then Leatherface was what? And now we're at this one and we're like, what? <laughs> so now we have arrived. We have officially arrived to 2022. And what? So I'm still over here like, what? I'm going to be straight up. I thought this was going to be a series. And I kind of had my hopes up a little bit because I thought it was going to be a series. Because I was like, you can do so much more with a series than you can do with a film. It, it's the truth. You really can. Um, and then all of a sudden it comes out and I'm like, this is a movie? I thought, I thought this was supposed to be a series. So immediately when I saw that it was a movie and not a series, I immediately dropped my hopes. Immediately. I was like, well, okay. So I had seen a lot of people post about it on Twitter. Most of the posts that I was seeing was very negative, uh, which didn't surprise me. But um, me and Becky were talking and we were like, we always talk about movies that we love. We never talk about movies that we don't. Granted, yes, we hadn't seen this movie yet, but we, know, we knew what we were walking into. So as a friend of mine brought up the fact that there is basically no plot in the first one. It relies heavily on kills. It relies heavily on gore. It relies heavily on the character of Leatherface. It was different to me. It, yeah. it didn't, it, even though it had the same effects that the first one did, it, it did. I yeah. agree with him there. I really do. It hit different. I don't know. I don't understand completely why, but it probably has to do with a lot of the facts that we're in 2022 now and it, it had a lot of things in it that I was kind of like, wow, this is, uh, are, are you trying to be inclusive? Are you, what are you doing? Cause I'm, I'm kind of confused and not to mention that I'm gonna be straight up. They did Sally wrong. They did Sally so fucking wrong and they made her look identical to Lori without glasses. Yeah. It just... You know, I just, I had, I just had so many problems with this movie. I, you know, again, it was one of those, like, did we need this? No. Did anybody ask for this? Probably. Probably. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, was I going to watch it? Yeah, might as well. Of course. And I did. And I had no expectations at all. And I think that helped. Because I pretty much went into it and I, I love, I was so happy my husband was like, I'll watch it with you because bless him. we roasted it. And, you know, it's, I think my biggest complaints I had for it is that, you know, clearly it was marketing itself to a 2022 audience. It was very clear who a, they were marketing to. I would like to, to also say a Gen Z and audience. That's what, well, I, yeah. It was clearly marketing to a Gen Z audience. Clearly. I mean, it had 
every Gen Z staple that has been knocked over our heads in the last two years besides COVID. I was, I was straight up. I was like, if Leatherface has an N95 mask on, I'm out. I'm out this bitch. I'm, I'm not like, that gonna, looks like that was an opportunity. We gonna write, we gonna write COVID into the fucking story. Um, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, they damn near hit you with everything else. It's like interracial relationship, check. Gentrification, check. School shooting, check. Uh, Confederate flag, um, veiled racism, check. Uh, like we're just literally gonna throw influencers, check. Like it was just, it was stupid. It was, just, and then the the way. Oh yeah, that did they you guys did it, hear that Leatherface is the newest TikTok star? Apparently, <laughs> which I'm kind of down for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was telling Casper, I'll say this. If their goal was to make it so that you hated everybody and that Leatherface was the hero, then they succeeded. Because that was the only thing that saved, that, that saved this movie, that made me give this movie a 4 out of 10 and not a 3 out of 10 was that the kills were superb. The kills were on point from from the first kill to the very, very coup de gras at the very end. It was amazing. Which, to be completely honest with you, after... So I'm starting it, right? And I'm watching it. First kill probably happened, what, about 20 minutes in? Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm literally like, I am so fucking bored. I am, I am genuinely, like, to tears. Right now, can something happen? First kill happens, and I'm like, "Yeah, here we oh, go." Oh, that okay. was yeah, that was me. That okay, that's <clears throat> that, that was probably my favorite kill of the entire thing. To be honest, was that one because to use his bone to kill him. Oh, perfection. like that was amazing. Perfection. He broke his hand off, and then he took the bone that was sticking out of his arm and shoved it in his neck. And I was like, "Brilliant, absolutely brilliant." Well, and I think you and I were kind of on the same page, and I know. Uh, and obviously there, you know, there's going to be spoilers, but, um, you know, my husband and I were deaf, like we were, as soon they came into that poor woman's house. Yeah, they really did. And I knew, they like, really I just did. knew, I knew some shady shit was going to go down. And I was like, you know, cause first of all, it's like. You know, and I don't know, I don't know what anybody was expecting me to think, because, well, you're black, leave, leave that lady alone. Leave that lady alone. It was ridiculous. And they even said in the thing, it's not that they gave a fuck about it being a Confederate flag. They were worried about hurting their image to their investors because they were taking this town from these people. So it wasn't even like that was trying to make a statement about anything. So it was just, it Have was done ever... in such a stupid, it was just so dumb. Like, I did not understand the whole point of that scene. I guess they were trying to think of some way they could set it up to go in that house. That's the only thing I could think of. Because that's the whole point of the movie, is they're going back to the town where everything started because the town has been abandoned because of the murders so many years ago that these influencers bought up this town to sort of revive it and rebuild it. And so that's the only way I can think of of why they decided to put it in that way was that was the only way that they could get into this house, thus introduce you to Leatherface. Have you ever, though, gotten secondhand embarrassment when you're watching a movie? 
Oh my god! I felt oh, that for entire sure. fucking scene. That I had, entire like, scene was making me so uncomfortable. I was like, I'm genuinely uncomfortable by all of this. It was making me when the cops came in and grabbed her and she threw up. I yeah. was so upset. I was like, what is the? I fuck? had such a visceral reaction of like being genuinely upset for this woman. Like I was, I at that point was like, all right, I'm ready for everybody to die. Like, yeah, but at that I'm, point, I'm I was like, I was bored, and now I'm pissed. Yeah, right, Leatherface. See, that was me. That was Come me. On. We were bored. We were bored to the gills. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> this is what? And then it gets to, not gonna lie, redneck guy that was in the truck was kind of cute. Um, so I had a coughing fit after she said that, <clears throat> but I deleted it. I didn't mean to make it. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> I mean, he was all right. He was okay. Do you know what made me mad, though? He was, you know, he he ended up having some very redeeming qualities. He was all right. He I was, it, I gave I, it to him. You know. Do you know what made me mad, though? I didn't feel like I had any lookers. I mean, don't get me wrong. The main shit... It was because of her personality. I couldn't. She get was past hot, her. but I couldn't get past. I her couldn't get past. Like, her I was done. I was, I was like, like, you, you are so literally pissed me off. You are so annoying. I can't. I can't. I can't. I literally can't. How annoying you are. And I was like, I ain't got no hot woman to look at during this fucking bored to tears. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of cute. I'm just pointing that out. But, but at, least, really, at least it was him. Relatively, there wasn't much to look at through this whole movie. <laughs> Except for the, the blood and the gore was the best part, let's be honest. Um, Can we also talk about the tropes? Oh my god. So me the and my tropes. husband. When she hid in that closet, my husband's like, oh yeah, the closet. Oh, under the bed. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, oh, behind the door. Yeah, there we go. Let's, uh, yeah, there we go. All I do the... have to say, though, when she was running down the stairs and she was trying to get away from him and then he found her and then he chucked that hammer at her. That was pretty And funny. then she fell through the floor. I audibly laughed. <laughs> that actually was, I was like, oh, damn, that was really cool, actually. I laughed. Oh, great. I do want to give special mention to Alice Krieg, who did play the mom, the older lady. Well, she was kind of like his adoptive mom because I was an orphanage. Um, this woman has literally scared the shit out of me since she played the board queen in Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> she just, she was in Silent Hill, y'all. This woman just likes to creep. She was, I think she was in um, Sleepwalkers, that other creepy ass fucking, where they turn into the cat alien people. That Stephen King one. Please, that movie is creepy as It fuck. actually really is. Oh, it actually my really God, is. that movie is so fucking creepy. So I just want to shout out to this woman for literally scaring the shit out of me since childhood. She has been in like every creepy fucking thing she was in Sleepwalker since 92 then. This woman has been in like everything creepy since the 90s. So I just want to shout out to Alice Creek because even though she wasn't creepy in this movie, she actually like it made me sad. She just always, when I saw her pop up, I was like, oh my god, she always pops up in the creepiest shit. She has a theme. She really does. She has a theme. Uh, you ever seen those people, those actors and actresses, though? You're like, you have a theme. She, and she does. <laughs> she has, like, solidified this what theme she, of being, Remind like, me what she looks the like. The creepy. Yep. Yeah. She always yep. pops up in, yeah, and I'm sure ev anybody that's a big whore remembered her from Silent Hill. I'm sure that was everybody's. Like, I actually first... really liked her in Silent Hill. Oh, I loved her in Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it just, 
it was so it, there just weren't really any redeeming qualities about anybody in this movie <clears throat> and you just were you were done by the time <laughs> and then oh i also have to throw in that uh i love how my husband so pointly so pointly <laughs> said <laughs> pointed out his uh john wick moment of listen bitch i was dusting the said wall that. it was so great because it was because <laughs> you know because at that point everybody's at that point everybody's like okay where's the chainsaw and even when, i was kind of like are we gonna get a chainsaw at any point well here? i picked up on it and i'm sure i'm sure anybody that paid attention to when his right before that lady died i guess his mom died she said to stay out of stay out of her room or gave said something to the effect of don't go in her room right so when i heard that i was like his chainsaw's in her room like i just didn't i I'll be, immediately I'll be straight up i probably missed that part because i was on my phone during oh okay well yeah i <laughs> we we were actually I watching really... it to pay attention and we both heard that and we were both we both just kind of looked at her like we both just kind of looked at each other like the, the the chainsaws in his room because i think by a certain point of the movie you're like okay where's the fucking chainsaw and the girl's hiding and you find out she's in the woman's room because she finds the deed to the house and finds out the the dude was lying the whole fucking time and that's when he shows up with mom's face on his face um <laughs> right and when he comes back with the sledgehammer my husband straight up was like john wick and i was like what oh my god the chainsaws in the wall. I fucking lost it. Like, I thought that was, I thought that was so fucking funny. But you, so yeah, if anybody was paying attention to that part when she said, don't go in my room, I think everybody kind of had the general consensus, all right, well, the fucking chainsaw's in the room because she's been trying so hard to, like, curb this of him because she knows what he did back in 74. So she hid the chainsaw in her room. Because she knows what he did. Um, also, I would like to say real quick though, I was paying attention enough to the movie to where I was following it. There was just places I was like so fucking bone. What was dialogue? Bored. It was dialogue probably. Yeah. So I get I get missing. I have done that. If I'm bored, I will miss dialogue. Yeah. So there will be dialogue. I didn't Some miss dialogue. anything in the right. movie to where I was like, you know, it was, it was. Also, if we like could that. just go back to the 73 one, which was this, this honest to God was my biggest gripe about this movie, really. So if we're gonna, you know, obviously we've been pointing out a lot of the relative similarities to the Halloween franchise. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of hard not to at this point, whether you agree or disagree, it's kind of hard not to, especially with this movie. I mean, come on, like. Copy my homework, but don't copy it exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> How did you get there? And <laughs> it's, you know, it's just ridiculous. And it's been pointed out all all over TikTok. My biggest fucking gripe about this, though, is that at least with Halloween 2018, they kept the continuity of the franchise by aging Michael. Yep. Because you would have to. Otherwise, it wouldn't make any fucking sense if he was killing people back in 78 and he still looks like he's in his 40s, 40, 50-something years, 40-something years later. It's this, It wouldn't make any fucking sense. So that was my other gripe, was like, how was he killing people in 73 and he still looks this good? You're talking 50 years later, damn near. Exactly 50 years later. 
Why does Sally, why has Sally aged? Clearly, <clears throat> she has gray hair. We know she's aged. We know she's at least in her 60s by now. He didn't look like he was in his fucking 60s. If you paid attention to when he was leaving the home and the cops were escorting out the woman and he grabbed her and you saw by the, you know, he didn't have a mask on the first part of the movie. Right. Or mom's face or whatever in the first part of the movie. So you could see him. You could see his hair. He didn't have fucking gray hair. Nope. I didn't see. He looked probably early to mid 40s. He looked like he was my husband's age. Yeah. He really did. I was like, "What is your what is your skin so regimen, sir? I would love to know what you've been using for the last fifty. Probably years. the blood of because all his victims. Give me, well, then give me all of it. <laughs> all of it. I'm 38. Let's start now. I want to start now. All right. Let's start now. <laughs> so by the time I'm 80, I still look like as this. As soon as I saw him, I even was kind of like, I was mad. I was also mad when they were showing pictures. Of the, you know, because this is an orphanage, she's been taking care of these kids, and they show pictures of the kids, and clearly you know which one's his picture because it has his face crossed out. Right. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. He was not a he, child in '74. He, he would have been not in a his twenties. Yeah, he would have had. He to. would have had to have at least been in his twenties. I think Gunnar Hansen, even the guy that played him, was around that age. Even then, if he was just twenty. Even if he was just 20, he'd still be 70. Yeah. So, so I don't. Even if he was a child. And he did not. He would be over 55. So he'd still be graying. Even if he was literally born in 1973. He'd right. He'd still be. Exactly. Like it doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense. It didn't. I did not like that. That was. That had to be for me. My biggest gripe of the movie. Was that, okay, if we're going to ignore every timeline, whatever kind of timeline you want to call it, between all those other movies and the first one to this one now, <laughs> if we're going to ignore all of that and have it just go from 74 to now, it doesn't make any sense that he <laughs> didn't age. If this is the same Leatherface, if this is Bubba, Thomas, Jedediah, whatever the fuck his name is, if this is the same person, why hasn't he aged at all? Yeah. So it, it that pissed make... me off. And I'm sure there's other people that felt that. I have actually not heard this, but I'm sure if people paid that close of attention to it, I'm a stickler with continuity, especially if you're going to do reboots, remakes. If you're going to do that and you're going to stick with the timeline, then continuity is important. And they did that with Michael Myers. They aged him. You were going to have to, or it didn't make any sense because there were enough scenes seeing him without the mask on that you knew he had aged. Right. There were enough scenes in this one that you could see his face and you could tell that he hadn't aged at all. And it was really fucking weird. And I did not like that at all. <coughs> no, Might as well even, have just not even shown his face or just not like at even, all. Even with Michael, you never saw his face directly, but you always either saw his side profile, which he had a white beard, or when they did show him like on the news, he was blurred out, but he was like balding and you right. could see the white beard on his face. So, you know, I... I hate bringing so much of Halloween into this, but I'm, I'm being honest when I say like they and the way that they did Sally, Sally's death scene was not possible. Like, 
she would be dead immediately. If you have a fucking chainsaw literally go into your stomach and up your chest cavity. It was so stupid. And then he throws you off and you're just laying in the fucking trash heap. You're not going to be able to shoot a goddamn shotgun. I don't give a fucking shit. Much less speak. Go get him. Ma'am, what the fuck? Yeah, you're. Yeah, there may be some twitches because your body, because your brain is dying <laughs> right? at that point. You might have like some neurological twitches, but you're not full on having conversations, let alone being able to get a shot fire off. Especially a shotgun. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, my <laughs> other problems with the endings were like, okay, I know my husband's biggest problem was two biggest things. Was the you know the the the, the showdown with him after he's literally killed everybody? Also, <laughs> right. Special mention to the bus scene. Can we talk? Because that was that? motherfucking awesome. That was fucking dope. That was all of the bloody that hands. Was incredible. All of the fucking bloody hands. Loved on the windows. it. Give me all of the gore, all of the blood, all of the body parts. Dude, though, I loved every bit of it. When that one girl's trying to get out the window, and I'm like, yeah, she's gonna make it, and then she doesn't. And he cuts her in half to wear her Oh, front the couple side. where they look like they're fucking and it's like, ah! Oh my God, <laughs> was stop. That was great. Oh my God, perfect. That was fantastic. Loved it. That scene. Loved it. Is why I didn't give this movie a zero. Honest to God. Because that whole scene, yeah. I was like, yes, get him. Yeah. Get him, sir. Yeah. This, that <sighs> saved the movie from getting a two. That saved it. That upped it to a three. That upped it. Because I was kind of like, Okay, at this point, you got a two. Okay, now you got a three. After and this. then the fact they were playing, like, like rock music. Oh, it was amazing. That. Oh, my God, it was amazing. fucking fantastic. So when the sisters have, I guess, the big showdown with him, my my biggest, my, hus my husband was just so, he's like, so the, you know, homegirl gets the chainsaw, and my husband's like, why didn't you cut his head off? Like, she had the lamest attack on him. I'm like, if I could dislike you anymore throughout the course of this movie. I don't even know if I could. You had like the lamest anymore, attack. And then, <clears throat> you know, he falls in the water or whatever. They had their moment. They leave. She just leaves the chainsaw there. She I actually the remember chainsaw. audibly being like, why didn't you take oh, that? My, my husband does that every, every movie. My husband's like, these, they just leave the weapon there. They just drop it and leave it. Every. Every time. Fucking time. Every time. Scream even makes fun of that. Yep. They sure do. It literally is like, you gotta shoot them in the head. Yep. You gotta, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you have to. Every single movie where I watch it and they don't make sure the killer is dead. Yep. It drives me absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, when he, when he fell <clears throat> in that water, I was like, huh, well... We don't know if he's dead. That's, I was like, that's exactly what I said. I said it out loud. And I was like, like, well, we still oh, don't know if he's we dead. We did it. And I'm like, you motherfucking dumbass bitch. You really think that Leatherface is going to die by falling in the water? Yeah. I audibly said out loud. I was like, this doesn't mean he's dead. <clears throat> I was like, he's not dead. I knew he wasn't. Yep. I was like, either he's going to come back at the end of this movie or they're setting it up for him to have another movie. Right. He's not fucking dead. Right. He's not going to fall in the water and be yeah, the ending <laughs> made me so happy. The ending was honestly I was, great. A lot of I'm starting to get to where now, and I think it got. I think my it really changed for me after I saw Drag Me to Hell. Oh my god, I fucking love Drag Me. To Hell. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. God. Because it didn't have a happy ending. It didn't. I was so. I was it like, was so yes! good. 
Like, it was, I was so happy. Drag Me to Hell is so fucking crazy. I, I was so it. happy. It's Sam Raimi. It's just, it's, it's everything. It's the beauty of what oh. we loved about Evil Dead. It's just, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> All because of a fucking button. That movie is, is. Oh man, that movie's fantastic. Magically delicious. It's, it like, is. I, <laughs> magically nutritious. I couldn't, I couldn't think of any other, like, adjectives. So I was just like, you know what? That's what I'm using. Because that's how much I fucking love that it's movie. It's so good. But it's like, <sighs> when I think of movies that I loved so much for not having a happy ending. I was so happy this didn't have a happy ending. Like, when we thought they were driving away, program the car, we're going home. <laughs> and he grabs her out the fucking window. I was like, yeah! Like, my husband was looking at me like, two I was, two like, I was like, I'm happy this didn't end good. I'm happy because of that, and I'm happy of who it was. Well, me too. Because <laughs> when she lived, I was like, damn it. She's screaming out of the skylight. I love that it ended that way. I love, oh, that, that, he, so I love that she had to watch it. Oh. And he's looking at her the whole time, like, like he's, <laughs> he's just fucking looking at her the whole goddamn he's time while he's doing it too. Like I was like, I was so happy. I don't think I've ever been so sexually attracted to Leatherface so than this moment right now. Oh, it was so he's great. He's invited to the cookout. Like, <laughs> come. We love yes. you. Yes. We love him. And then if anybody we saw stand. the after credit scene. <clears throat> yes. You saw him <clears throat> going back to the infamous house that started it all. Yeah. So. Which was really cool. I really did I like kind that of, they did that. I appreciated that. I really did. I, I appreciated thought that, was that very neat. Because I love the, you know, I love the first one so much that I did. You know, we did, we waited because we thought, okay, there's, there's, there's going to be, there has to be, there's going to be something after credits. And we saw, you know, cause that's kind of become a staple <clears throat> is seeing him. Yeah. But, you know, and I will even say that even after he killed the girl and everything, when he was swinging the chainsaw around, I loved that. I, I thought, loved that, I thought, too. R.I.P. Gunner. This was, that was, that was such a little nod that to, was very much to, a nod to, to, to Toe Hooper and Gunner, you know, and, and the people from the original that really started it. I loved that. I really loved that. And then I did love that post credit scene where he's walking back to the the house that started it all. The house that Leatherface built. <laughs> It was really, I mean, it was really? kind of cool. So that kind of, that's, that's what gave it a four. That's what bumped it. The ending is the only, so it was a solid two until it got to the bus scene. And then that bumped it to a three. And then the only thing that bumped it up to a four was that, that ending was beautiful. It was a 3.5 for me. I yeah. just, I can't I, get out of the three. Yeah, I can't. Because I'm never yeah. watching that garbage. Again. Oh no, I'm never watching. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't give it a four. A three. I still, I still stand by that three. Three and a half. I three point five. I'll me. go three and a half for you. Yeah, I'll go. You're right. I can't go higher than that. It's the point five. Giving it the a point four five is the genuine kills. Because there have been some movies that I've given a four where I could watch again. So I can't, I can't give it a four because I'm not watching this again. <laughs> I'm not watching. You're this like, again. I'm not doing it again. There have been. I'm telling. There have been some solid fours. That I might go back and watch again. I am not watching this again. No. I'm not. No. I can't. I can't. I, it was brutal oh. trying to get through this. It really was. That's actually. why I was so happy my husband watched it with me. Because I kept, because I was I like, was so happy when it was I was over. like, babe, I can't put this off any longer. Because we, because ha I have to watch this. Will you please watch it with me? Please, will you? Please. I was so happy. I was trying to me. get my roommate to watch it with me, but she was like. No, it's just unnecessarily too gory for me, and I don't I like mean, that. I mean, that's all like, of them. 
she doesn't even she couldn't even remember the name of the villain from Texas Chainsaw, so she doesn't watch those. She doesn't like them. So I'm like, you know, I get it, but also please help me. <laughs> please. My girlfriend won't watch it. She hates gore. <laughs> like, I need I need help. I'm sorry. And then I... Carl was like, I'm not watching it again. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh, that's right, because he had already he had already <laughs> I'm like, someone help. <laughs> he had already seen it. Yeah, so I yeah, watched it by myself. I'm so sorry. I that was that was the one saving grace is I was I had somebody to suffer along. Anybody that's had a partner, listen, anybody that had a partner suffer along with them to that movie, they love you. Okay? <laughs> they do. That was a test of the relationship. I think if Alex could handle Gore, she would have done it, but she can't she can't handle gore like that so there's no way and she could barely handle the first saw there's no way in the fucking world oh she i'm watch. so sorry yeah there's just some there's people no that way are, there listen there are just some people that are like that i i i, I get dated it a guy that was like that and i dated a chick that was like that before they were like oh no i can't i like they couldn't even watch silence of the lambs oh she loves silence of the lambs like though. there's no but i mean i'm serious i dated a yeah. chick that couldn't even watch that's how she was with gore like she couldn't even watch silence of the lambs yeah and I don't even think Sounds of the Lambs. I'm like, bitch, this is not right. Or, but, but you know, but, but I mean, exactly. some people have that I think level. It could be and I think it could be the psychology behind I the movie itself, it. too. Yeah. I think that's why Saw bothered her so much. Because I was like, Saw really wasn't that gory. In all reality, the first Saw is actually not that bad, in my taste. But it's the psychology and the shit that's going on behind it that I think really upset her more than anything. That movie is very upsetting. It is. And she was like genuinely afraid that, that someone movie, was coming after her that because movie of that. And I was like, really I mean, I get it though. Like that was the purpose of the film. That was the purpose to scare you. It wasn't, the first Saul was not made for gore. The first Saul was made to psychologically fuck you up. Well, and then later it, made I I always looked at it from a different way when I you know when you got that John's backstory yeah I did too. you were you know I John John was always John's always kind of been my hero I think he was kind of an anti-hero in a way I don't you know I know maybe to some people they're like how could you look and I'm like well because of what his original mission was meant to do, no matter how sick it was, it was meant to make you appreciate life because life was ripped away from him, you know? So I, I, I kind of get kind it. Of a bit of a vigilante. I kind of get it. You know, that one fucking guy who was a fucking rapist. Oh yeah. Some of the I people was cheering for like, that. Listen, I was like, get him. deserve this. Get him. So this is, this is karma for your ass. <laughs> Just saying. Like, uh, you deserve this shit. Okay. So, guys, this is... Uh, you know what? It was actually kind of fun to talk about. We we haven't done this in so long. Like, intentionally talking about a movie we dislike. <laughs> right. And I, I think we've done brief rundowns before. We but... did talk about... See, the, one of the reasons why we didn't do a full episode on Texas Chainsaw Massacre is because we physically cannot sit and watch them. Oh, I won't. I I will barely mm -hmm. made it through the Friday movies, um, but there were a lot of the Friday movies I hadn't seen. So that one that one was a little bit easier because yeah. I hadn't seen them. Me too. Me too. I've seen all but one of the Texas Chainsaws, and I wasn't about to be like gung ho about going to see it. So. That's why we wanted to briefly talk about the other ones and more hone in on the 2022 
one because we don't really talk about movies that we don't like and you know still trying to give it give it a decent review without 100% hate because I didn't completely hate this film. No, I didn't either. But I'm never watching it again. Same. And congrats to the uh the special effects team because those kills were solid. Those kills were absolutely Those kills incredible. were Loved incredible. Them. Loved them. Huge, <clears throat> huge, huge shout out to who to the special effects team. Loved them. And honestly, I think when you watch... Phenomenal fucking job. A lot of times when people sit down and watch Texas Chainsaw, especially the ones that are the big fans, I really think that that's what you want. You just want to sit down and watch gore, which is fine. Right. I totally get... There are times where I'm like, you know what, fuck thinking i just need to put in a fucking slasher movie and just you know whatever exactly i get it and i get why leatherface would be one of your favorites because let's be real a lot of those kill scenes in all of this franchise is fucking great it's just like jason they're fucking great but the reason why i have an issue is because i love story i love meat like give me a slasher with a genuine backstory that has a reason for doing this or maybe no, like Michael, no reason. He's just fucking evil. But there's still a very good integrated storyline into Halloween. So I think that's why, and not everybody loves storylines. Some people just want mindless killing like Jason and Leatherface, which is fine. That's what you want, but that's why I love Chucky. Chucky has such a crazy fucking integrated insane story behind the fact that he's a... Uh, crazy ass killer same with freddy same with michael i mean so i'm just going off on a super big tangent right no, now. no i was reading that they actually because i was really interested in the um the effects because they were so on point uh the filmmakers revealed that the production did take an old school approach to filmmaking noting vintage lenses and the practical effects used for gore so they were practical effects which i nice. i appreciate that so much that is one thing that i've noticed I that really a lot of the it. newer horror movies are doing even though they are a part of the old franchises they're sticking with practical effects and i do have to applaud them for that because i it's not that i don't love cgi but that's one of the reasons why i love gore so much because it fascinates me. How did they do this? How did they make this look so real? How did they film this type of thing? So I'm also reading, and this is bullshit, because they didn't do this. <laughs> they didn't do this at all. When it was announced in when it was announced in February 2020, who were hired as the directors of the film. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Once it was announced in so in August of 2018, um Legendary Pictures bought the film rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre because by Leatherface in 2017, Lionsgate had lost the film rights. So that same year, uh, I'm Fide Alvarez. I'm sorry if I mispronounced his first name. Signed on as producer. Um, the screenwriter signed on in 2019, 2020, February of 2020. The director signed on. By May of that year, it was announced that the film would serve as a sequel to the original and feature a 60-year-old Leatherface, which you fucking didn't, notably similar to the approach that Blumhouse took with Halloween. In February of 2022, so this would have been this year when the movie was released, Alvarez, the, the producer, 
um, stated, he clarified that the events of the original sequels took place in the film's continuity. <clears throat> huh. So that <clears throat> literally makes no sense. Nope. <clears throat> and he did not look 60 years old. No. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that he fucking colors his hair. Leatherface did not look 60 years old. Leatherface does not grab the next L'Oreal and he's like, I'm a just brown. And again, I don't get that he would be 60 because then that means in 73 he was 10. He was not 10. If you've seen it, so I... <sighs> anyway. Um, so it should be noted that it, it this is also mentioned here in this little spot on Wikipedia. The film, since it was released... February 18th of 2022 on Netflix has received a generally negative reviews from critics who received it as poor, who were, who criticized its poorly written story, underdeveloped characters, plot holes, disrespect to the 1974 film and was unfavorably compared to 2018's Halloween. Unfavorably, <clears throat> not unfairly. Um, however, some did praise the acting cinematography and kills okay i'll be straight up the cinematography was actually really good the cinematography and kills were the cinematography was really spot good. the fuck on i really um, enjoyed the atmosphere that they that they the atmosphere of the of the movie was fantastic honestly it was i have to agree it's those little things like that is why i give it a 3.5 and not a zero <laughs> right <clears throat> exactly that was my knee my goodness um yeah it just it yeah so I, I just so i guess i guess apparently they you know uh, i'm guessing we're gonna get more after course. this i i don't know you know i don't know if i necessarily agree with i don't know about saying that this was a this movie was disrespectful to the to the original the I guess, way they did sally was okay sally the the two I, I will say the two things that, that did piss me off as a disrespect to the original one is the timeline. There is no continuity as far as his age. They fucked all that up and I will I will die on that hill. And, and to Sally, say that they didn't. And Sally, they they fucked that all up. That was a complete disservice to her character. She was in around. it for like ten minutes. I think the only thing that gave any nod to the original at all was the very very end when he was swinging the chainsaw around i agree and him and walking the to the original house they they kept it the original house where it all started that but was it otherwise yeah i yeah it um, i mean i what's sorry, not, what's sorry not sorry this movie deserved look it got a 33 percent rotten tomatoes and i you know i mean what's even crazier is that they actually showed pictures of the like of the kids Back in 1974. And I'm yeah, like, that, was that, that was the original That was the original cast from the 73. From so the I'm like, you're going to motherfucking tell me he was 10 years old killing these people? Don't fucking sit there and tell me that you did it right with the timeline. Yeah, I'm like, he was he not was 60. Not 10 years old. If he was supposed to be 60 in this movie, he fucking didn't look like it. And 60 year old men don't have hair that color. He would have been 70. Yeah, he would have been 70. <clears throat> He would have been seventy, so that's he would have been seventy. Makes years no old. fucking so sense they didn't, to me. Nope. Yeah, even the audience score was twenty eight percent. They just yeah, but I mean, at this point, I'm guessing from the end of it, we're 
we're we're getting another one. Of course we are. So I I I don't I don't know why. Um, because they can. <laughs> <laughs> well, and at this point, you know, this is what happens when these franchises switch hands to kind of you know, basically like what happened with uh when uh, what am I trying to say? Like when the production companies lose the rights to the films, yeah. this is what happens too. Because right. when another production company picks up the rights, now they can just do whatever they want with it. It happened with Friday, right after uh, the what was it, Jason? Because they were that's why it was Jason goes to whatever, whatever. Because yeah, use Friday. They couldn't say Friday anymore. anymore. So yeah, because that was a weird thing. Um, it happened with Chucky, um, but. That was a blessing in disguise. That was a saving grace. Let's be um, real, though. John, or not John, the fuck? Don knew what he was doing. Yeah, that Don was fine. 100% That's knew fine. what he was doing. Can, can, and still knows what he's doing. It's no big deal if you kept the rights to Child's Play. It's keeping the rights to Chucky. Because that's who people... If you have no Chucky, you have nothing. You want to use a Child's Play name? Fine. Use the fucking Child's he's Play like, name. He's like, Chucky's mine. You have to have Chucky. Chucky is his. It, it is there his. Would be no, there would be no Chucky if there wasn't for Don. Don played it smart because Chucky is his. Bless Chucky Don. has always been his. So that's that's where it was smart, where it happened that way. But, um, God bless that man. Yeah, that's what happens with these franchises. You know, one production company loses rights. <sighs> the next one comes in and picks it up and decides, hey, we're going to do our own thing. And... That's literally what's happening right now in the Marvel Universe because they're making a new Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. To And then they're like, I'm not going through that again. X-Men. I'm not going through that again. And I'm like, I am not going through that again. Stop. I'm not watching another Fantastic Four movie. I am not going through that shit again. I'm not. I'm, I refuse. I refuse. I'm not doing that. She's like, no. Nope. Listen. No. Nope. That's like go, That's like continually, continuously going back to a toxic ex. Okay? Listen. You gotta, you gotta look out for yourself. Okay? You know what I'm saying? You're just gonna keep going back and thinking, that's the definition of insanity. You keep going back thinking shit's gonna change and it just keeps, the same shit keeps happening. Like, no. Well, I guess Disney's like, well, we're doing it because we have to put them in the oh my in God, our that's, universe. Disney, Disney owns, owns Marvel. Uh, I will watch it. Disney owns everything. Disney owns. They own everything. I think they've been trying to buy the rights to Spider-Man. So and so he's like, no. Oh my God, no. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Disney's going to buy horror Jesus. soon. Disney's going to. Oh, no. Could you imagine a Disney horror movie? Oh, no. Well, you know what I'm waiting on? Because everybody keeps saying at the end of this do Doctor Strange movie, we we see Deadpool. So I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that now that Disney owns... Deadpool is a Marvel character. At some <clears throat> point, they are going to have to start... They're going to have to Deadpool? start including him in the... I don't know. Does Disney... I is, think Ryan Reynolds does. He actually... Not even joking. Like, seriously. Because he loved the comic book so much. I think he bought the... I'm not even joking. I could... Listen, I could totally be full of shit right now. But... Now you got me, like, curious as hell. I really... I, for some reason, thought Ryan Reynolds bought the rights. Like, no joke. Because he's always loved the comic books. Like, he's always wanted to play Deadpool. Disney does. Oh, they do? Okay. Well, then because they're going to have to. Because Fox owned it. Oh! And Disney and now Disney, Fox. Disney owns Fox now. Yeah, they were they were uh, Fox movies. They were all 21st Century That's Fox right. release. Well... 
Well, Disney, you're gonna have to start making R-rated They're movies. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have point. to. You can't PG thirteen Deadpool. Don't fucking pull that shit with me. Oh my god, Disney does own Hulu. That's right, they do. They do. Because Deadpool isn't on Disney Plus, but it's on Hulu. But Disney owns Hulu. Disney owns everything. But they own I Disney is about to become Well, because I've got that Disney Hulu bundle and I was like, wait, they own Oh my god, they own everything. I'm surprised Disney doesn't own Netflix. They literally or own cable. It. Well, Netflix is fighting it. Or myself. They're fighting it right now. We are fighting it. <laughs> Netflix is like, no. Yeah, stop it. You don't own me. <laughs> don't try to change me. <laughs> I can't sing right now. I'm not even going to try. Excuse me. Listen, if Disney owns Netflix, Netflix prices will go up. Oh, stop Even it. though they Don't already put are. put that out in the universe. They already are, though. So what's the fucking point? It's true. Anyway, so guys, that wraps up our Texas Chainsaw episode. Yep. We hope you enjoyed our <laughs> roasting. I think I, our... You know what? I, I think we gave a pretty fair evaluation coming from two people who ultimately aren't really big fans of the franchise, but we didn't completely trash it. This could have, we could have done far worse. We could have been really mean. Like, I know people that hate this franchise, hate Leatherface. <laughs> they think, he, think he's a useless character. I'm going to be I, straight we up. I we at, really could have thrashed this. I but... look at Leatherface the way I look at Jason. I love, I genuinely love the background of the character. I, I love do too. the character. I love the kills. It makes sense. They don't have a good movie. Besides the first one for Leatherface, because he was the actual killer. Mm. Now, Jason's only good movie is six. Jason Lives, the one with uh, Tommy Jarvis. Not Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. No. Yes. 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 Um... Jason Lynch that is one is good. Incredible. That's a great. That movie. one actually That's is really, really good. good. <laughs> like, um, it's really good. Like always, I will always stand the first Friday and the sixth Friday. Well, I will always stand. Okay, them. so the fifth one was uh, who played the young? That was Corey. Co yeah, Corey was the, Feldman the was the young, young Jarvis, I the, believe. Right. Okay. In the movie before that. Right. Um. But I really do. I love the first Texas Chainsaw. I think it's a fantastic movie. It just doesn't have any good sequels. So I can't... Also, can somebody get on... I want a documentary of these. I want... Like, like Friday did? Like how they've... Well, yeah, because um, the Never Sleep Again one about... Oh, my God, that was so good. About, ni about Nightmare is is perfection. Um, I need one for Chucky, the, please. The fri please, God, we need a Chucky one. <laughs> the Friday the 13th one was really good, too. Corey I need Feldman, to watch that Corey one. Feldman, there, I think that was, was on Shutter. I told you. It was so worth it, though. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like three or four hours. Oh, like I thought it but was it's like worth, eight hours. But it was genuinely yeah. worth it to watch. And like Corey Feldman did the whole, like hosted the whole thing. That's cool. It was really good. Um, On Paramount Plus, because I told you, you need to watch it. The, para the Paranormal Activity one is so, my husband loved watching that one. I want to watch it. I was that. like, do you mind if we watch this before we watch Next to Ken? He's like, sure. And he fucking loved it. Because he loves the first Paranormal Activity. The very first one, he loves it so much. And, like, hearing them talk about... Watching, like, the behind the scenes of how Oren Pele completely redid his whole house. And, like, just all the little... the You know how, like, Mika and... Um, Katie. I almost called her Heather for some stupid fucking reason. Because I'm you so just sorry. went Blair Witch I went for a hot second? For, like, no reason. And, <laughs> like, like, her name was Heather, right? 
It was. Okay. It I was, was Heather. Like... I did for like no reason. <laughs> Immediately, like when Katie and Mika meet, like the instant chemistry the first time. I love meet. it. Instantaneous chemistry when they meet. It's like you would have thought they really were dating. It fucked me up. And that's good though. And, and I, I couldn't that. even believe two people that had never been in anything and didn't even know each other met and were like, boom, yeah, we're a couple. And you're just, and you 100 million percent believed it. I also love hearing how Katie Featherston, she's like, you don't know how much footage is out there that we cut of me laughing. She said, I laugh so much during the making of this movie. There's so much of me laughing. <laughs> I can see so that. much. Like where I'm supposed to be terrified and I am cracking up laughing. I'm thinking, <laughs> listen, same. This would be me, me if you put me in a horror. Both of us. Yeah. If you put us in a oh my God. Oh my God, I'd be laughing at everything. Put us together in a horror oh, movie, you'll never that, get it done. No, you no. <laughs> you'll never get it. It'll never be finished. Ever. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut one of you because we can't. We can't do that. I'll just pay you half myself. You guys keep laughing <laughs> during like every scene. Especially the goriest ones. You guys laugh the hardest. I'm I like, can just sorry. hear you going, Because ah! <laughs> you know you would. Because you know you fucking would. Oh my God. <laughs> There'd be so much just hands clasped over my mouth. You would be getting killed and if you start laughing. Breathing. Oh my God. <laughs> it would just, it would be bad. Oh no. Oh no. Don't cast me in your movie. <laughs> You'll never get the fucking movie. Ever. <laughs> You'll never be done. Oh my god. Anyway. All right. So next guys, week. next week we're going to be talking about the Sally House. Guys, which... I am so excited to talk about this. I just rewatched <clears throat> Is it Ghost, Ghost Adventures? Adventures episode. I think it was like season 13 or something. It's, it's which been was like a while. 10 years ago. Right. It's been um, a hot minute because they're in like season 150,000. Right. <laughs> and uh, I genuinely forgot how terrifying that episode yeah. was. And like the whole story behind that. Where house. is it again? Is it and Kansas? That couple. Get, um, I think it is Kansas. Is it Kansas? I think it is in Kansas. And that couple moving into the house in the 90s and that guy getting scratched everywhere. Nope. And. Nope. <laughs> I stand by, you know, it's funny because, um, apparently even now, now, I don't know, I don't know if they, if maybe they shut down to, I know a lot of these places are still like, some places have weird COVID restrictions and some, I don't, I don't know if they're still open for tours right now, but I know at one point they were. I wonder if Portals and to Hell would I be guess, I guess I still, you know, they still... It's still touted that Sally is this spirit of this little girl that died, but I stand by no spirit attacks you demons do. And demons always show up in the form of what's the most susceptible to people and children. Children. Especially cute little girls. Yeah. So, you know, and that was that was the one biggest thing with Ghost Adventures. I mean, they stood by that this was a demonic. They never believed this was a, this was a little girl, that this was a demonic spirit. And I feel like the story even now keeps getting touted of it being this little girl that died and is vengeful against men. And I'm like, there, there are no such, I'm sorry. I don't stand, I don't believe that there are such things as vengeful spirits. Demons though. There are demons. There are spirits that will feel malicious in nature or feel mean. Like the ones that we, that they, that one in particular at Ohio State Reformatory. 
That would... there are there are spirits that can presume a strong presence. Yes, because but that anything sc- that, that is scary. But me. anything that is physically attacking you to the point of drawing blood, like yeah, scratches, that's demonic. scratches are demonic. One hundred percent. That is not a spirit. Absolutely not. You can you can feel the energy of an angry spirit. We have you can feel that energy. But I always stand by and I just, uh, it's just, it's been documented and, and too many people have, have said it's, it's demonic. When something's scratched with the intent of harming you like that, that is, that is demonic. That 100%. is. 100%. And that's not a spirit. And if you have that's a not child, that passed on. If you have a child spirit anywhere, you might want to make sure a child died there or you might want to make sure it actually might right is a child right especially little girls yeah like 100 percent without a shadow of a doubt and i know that are... story over the years you know and obviously we'll get more into it next week but that story has been contested over the years yes. if there ever there has never been any definitive evidence that a little girl named <coughs> sally actually died in that house right it's just been speculated and there's been stories back and forth over so many years but there's never been any concrete definitive evidence just so like that's why was... what Casper's saying is very, very important. Unless you know, if you're making contact with a child spirit in your home, you better be 100% sure with concrete evidence that a child actually died in that house. Because nine times out of ten, that's going to be a demon. Annabelle. Yeah. <coughs> Literally Annabelle. Yeah. <clears throat> because they were told that Annabelle was a child that wanted to move into the doll. Mm-hmm. That is actually true. Mm-hmm. And they believed it. Wasn't because well, they were nursing students. Exactly, they felt bad for children and wasn't a child. What plays on your sensibilities more than a child? Definitely wasn't a child. Wasn't a child. I know that now. <laughs> Woo! <coughs> oh my god! Why? No. <laughs> <coughs> You're like, oh my god, why? It's because I've been talking so much. I know. So, guys, that's what's going to be happening next week. We can't wait to talk about that and do some spoopy paranormal stuff. All right, my dudes, you know, we have all the socials. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at DFWTO Podcast, handle DFWTO8811. If you have any uh, comments or anything that you would like to say, we have an an email, DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. We do have an email. We do. (laughs) And, of course, you know, give us a follow, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. We have iTunes, Podbean. Spotify and Google Podcasts. <clears throat> so I believe that's everything. You guys take care. You have a wonderful week. I think we got it. Watch take your care, allergies. Guys. Yeah. I'm trying to just allergies breathe right are... now. I know you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> you poor thing. But thank you for all the support. Be safe out there, you guys. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the original. original. Bye.